This is the Couchnap Podcast. Hi, welcome to Tim's Weekly Playlist. Uh, we're back to normal format this week. I'm joined by Amy. Hello. How you doing? Good. Are you, are you really doing good? Yeah, I'm great, thanks. Yeah, you're yeah, great. Why do you ask? Because <laughs> we had to wait to start the podcast because you were putting your sling on. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> I may be slightly injured. You may be. Just a little bit. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. Got a bad shoulder there, dear. Yes. Yeah, tried to high-five the ground a bit too hard. Yep. 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 I, I met the ground. You met it. We are on very intimate terms now. <laughs> nice, nice. I'm also on quite good terms with the paramedics and the staff at Edinburgh Royal Infirmary. <laughs> to which we were, thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Good old NHS, eh? Yeah, yeah, they were fantastic. But um, I'm glad to have you with me this week. Yes. Uh, it, that makes it sound like I nearly died. I just dislocated my shoulder. <laughs> I was more meaning that you've not been on for the last few right, weeks, okay. <laughs> and and you are back. I uh, did not nearly die. No, nah, no, nah, you're good. Uh, I, d- I did get fired several times from the podcast, though. Yeah, yeah, but um, yeah, you missed. You, I don't think you even listened to last week's episode. No, it's just disgraceful. Last week's episode was really good. Was that uh, the one with Stephen? It was. Um, I was a little bit busy being broken. You were a little bit, but uh, yeah, me and Stephen had a really good laugh talking about punk and stuff. Uh, and I realised that I said on last week's podcast I would post a picture of the the skateboard that I have that's painted like my tattoo and I didn't do it. So if I remember to do that, I will, but I make no solid promises. Um, a few things, uh, just the usual things before we start. I won't be playing any tracks that I don't have permission from the artist or label to play. This week we're playing three tracks, which is pretty good. Um, so you'll hear quite a bit of music as well. Um, you can contact us at timesweeklyplaylist at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter but the whole kind of hub of what we do all the information about what we do is on couchnap.com so check it out I make changes to the website quite a lot so it's worth keeping up with what's on there yeah Mm -hmm. indeed so I think we're good to go you did a lot of the work. I helped so hard this week. You're helping. I'm helping. <laughs> so, yeah, you discovered a lot of new artists. You went through a phase of listening to new music yourself. I know. For freaking once. I'm <laughs> such a good podcast co-host. You are. Well done. Thank good you. Job. Uh, when you're here, you're great. Hey, <laughs> I'm only here because you find other people. It's true, I do. Like, it's not my choice. Well, a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> so um yeah, the the first track on this week's playlist is this was your find. Your find. Uh this is Dermot Kennedy. Uh the track that we've chosen from Dermot Kennedy is Moments Past. Um do you wanna do you wanna just go? Like hmm? you, you this is your stuff. I've got stuff that I can say about it, but do you want to take it away? What 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 do you like about it? What's your thoughts on Dermot Kennedy? Mate. <laughs> Mate. 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 It's just so good. Yep. It's so good. Yep. I just love it. Yep. That, that's, all that's, that's, all, that's, that's all you got. That's all I got. No, um, yeah, so I found this on a folk playlist. Um, And it was it's quite interesting because, yeah, I'm not great at listening to new music, 
one of the reasons I'm not really great at listening to new music is that I find that stuff that I don't know, it kind of just all like blurs into the background and I don't really pay attention and I don't really enjoy it that much. I like stuff that I'm already kind of invested in. Um, But I was like, I I was fancying something new. So I was listening to this um, fresh folk playlist on Spotify and there's quite a few good tracks on there, but um, a Dermot Kennedy track came on, which just like absolutely slapped me in the face with its awesomeness. Um, so I think I spoke about it a little bit the last time I was on. Which was I think you did ago. actually, yeah. Um, so I went away and found his album. Um, and he's also released a new single quite recently called Lost, which yeah. is also very, very good. Yeah. It's just brilliant, eh? It's just it brilliant. His voice is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got quite a strong Irish accent as well, which is quite nice. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you say that with like a, a momentary dreamy look mm-hmm. on your face? Yes. Yes. Um, <laughs> Do you go on? I also I really like kind of the fusion that he's got going on. So it's quite um, like hip hoppy almost. Yeah. Um, there's some like quite. I, I don't know. I'm not very hip, so I don't. I don't know. <laughs> but there's like the beats and everything are more kind of like street hip hop type stuff. But mm-hmm. then there's some quite Celtic guitar and fiddle yeah. and yeah, that's so. Th- there's those like overtones that are kind of like Irish root folk music mm-hmm. that's there as well so it's just it's just really unusual um for me this is a very kind of controversial topic and we, we won't get into the argument again but <laughs> for me this is what ed sheeran kind of the direction that i wish he had gone yeah so this is kind of what he should have been i would say that ed sheeran is the the poor englishman's dermot kennedy <laughs> let's I feel like not many people are going to agree with you. Just purely based on how many people like Ed Sheeran. Let's not badmouth him because he's clearly making a lot of people happy. And to be honest, I I like Ed Sheeran's music a hell of a lot more than you do. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. No, but I I just, I love this stuff. I think it's, um, I do tend quite towards the folky um, end of things. So this this taps into some stuff I really enjoy. It's got some, it's quite powerful. Um, mm-hmm. A lot of his lyrics are very strong as well. It's very yeah. emotive, very yeah. kind of... It paints a picture, tells a story. You're saying about the, the folky side of things, but he does mix that, that folk side of things with kind of sample-based, like modern recording techniques. Like the song that we're putting on the playlist this week, Moments Past, mm-hmm. has like this kind of ongoing vocal sample that runs through it as well, which adds like another layer of like kind of power to the song. Uh, so yeah, it's 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 really cool stuff. Um, the Irish know how to write their music. Oh, die. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's because you've got Ireland's a small place. Well, you've got people like like Damien Rice and Dermot Kennedy coming out of Ireland, who are writing hosier. and ho- oh, hosier writing just such on point fantastic music. And I think possibly this is an opinion that I have because the the best songwriter I personally know is Irish uh, see the Chris Berry episode mm. a few weeks ago um, don't, don't let him hear you say that uh, I know his he, head's already big enough <laughs> he doesn't need the ego boost but he's a genuinely good songwriter um, so yeah it's, I think that kind of element for me it works like the Irish songwriting I think is superb um, he gets a kind of an emotionally charged feeling mm, into his songs yeah. Um, There's something it, quite gritty about them. Yeah, it's really, really cool. Um, 
there was a little bit of one though um, that I wanted to, and this might be this might be accent based. It could be anything. I'm not really sure. I wanted to to just play, and oh, we can't play the whole song. That was Amy's phone, by the way. I apologize. Uh, we can't play the whole song, but I just wanted to play as like mean because we're like talking about the song, just like ten seconds from it because I want to play two lines. And I want you to. I'm going to ask you a question now, and so anyone listening can like think about this as well as they listen to it. What do you think the word? And this is possibly just me because I'm. I feel what, like I already know what you're. What do you say. think the word at the end of the second line should be? Okay. Okay. Should be or is. Should like, be. Should be. Okay. Because he doesn't go where I think he's okay. going to go, and he doesn't make the rhyme that I think he's going to mm. rhyme. So, yeah. Here we go. Are you thinking turd? I am. <laughs> so mature. Every every time I hear it, I'm like, yeah, and he's going to say turds. And he starts to say a word with turd, and, like, and it's turn. And I'm like, oh, oh okay. I really thought I was going to have a song where a guy was singing like this is why you- quite emotively about turds. And I was going to be like, it could have been the best song ever. I mean, it's a really good song, but it could have been the best song ever. Rhyming birds with turds. But <laughs> yeah. Oh. I mean, he could have done it with his Irish accent. He could have been talking about thirds. He could have, but... Yeah, this is why you don't get to write music. This is why I A, don't get to write music, <laughs> and B, why nobody will listen to my podcast anymore, because this is ridiculous. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Let's leave it there on the mm. Dermot Kennedy one. I think it's brilliant. I've listened to his whole album. Like, this is one of the ones where I listened to his album because I needed to listen to it all to understand, like, where he's coming from. And then I went back and listened again and again and again. Yeah, and this is a this has been on repeat for me. This has been a heavy yeah. rotation. Um, I'm really enjoying it. Mm. Yeah, mate. mate, mate, yeah, mate. So go listen to Dermot Kennedy because it's absolutely brilliant. It's on the uh, playlist on Spotify. You'll find it on my Spotify profile, um, which is Tim Pow. And it's the first track on there, so we've not played it, but you can go listen to it on there. If you follow me on Spotify, it's pretty much all I've been listening to, so you'll find it quite easily there. Yeah, yeah. Okay, we're going to play the next track, which is pretty cool. The next track is a cover. Uh, The first of two covers that we're going to talk about this week. Hmm. Um, I'm not going to tell you what the song is before we play it. The band is Run River North. I'm just going to put the song on now, and then you will know it, so you'll kind of come to see what the cover is as it goes through. Enjoy. Here it is. Run River North is the band. Touching his chest now 
He takes off her dress now Let me go I just can't look It's killing me And it's taking Jealousy turning saints into the sea, swimming through sick lullabies, choking on your alibis. But it's just the price I pay. Destiny is calling me. Open up my eager eyes. I'm Mr. Bright Side. That was Run River North, Mr. Brightside. Mate. 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 This was your find again. I know. I am on fire I, this week. I don't think I can fully credit you. No, you one hundred percent actually can't credit okay. me with it. So um, I was on the tram. Yeah. Listening to Dermot Kennedy. Of course. Actually. Of course. Mate. Um, and I, <laughs> mate, I got a text from our friend Mike. Mm-hmm. So I think we've spoken about Mike's playlist before, actually. Possibly. Um, I don't know if this comes from. The playlist that he's making but he is making a really cool playlist for 
um, he's getting married next month and um, he's making a really cool playlist for the mm-hmm. wedding. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of really cool kind of folky covers. Yeah. Um, and we discovered that we have a mutual love of covers. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been kind of messaging each other, sending each other some of the weird and wonderful covers that we find. Yep. Um, and he sent me this one um, one morning when I was on the way to work and I started listening to it and I was really enjoying it, really liking it. And then it gets to the end. Oh. And I was like, what? <laughs> right. Um, but yeah, so I absolutely love it. And so I, I had um, put, so although I did not find it, I did put it forward for the playlist. Yeah. So that's, yeah. yeah. You introduced me to this. Um, I then went away and listened to a lot of the rest of the band. Some of this band's stuff I think is phenomenal. And if you're into this cover, I'd, I'd absolutely recommend going away and listening to more of Run River North because it's, mm. it's good, good stuff. Um, they have a couple of songs that really hit home for me so yeah it's it's worth hearing more of this as covers go this is so clever because they've completely changed the feel of the song that's what I love a cover to do like I don't like it when it's just the same song again I think most covers though are slightly closer to the original mm-hmm. like when this one starts like the only touch like the only kind of touch point to the original is the lyrics for me like they're the vocal melody is not even spot on, which is good. Like it's not a criticism. That's like they've managed to make this, and then obviously it gets much more into it as it gets into the song, and then that end section. Oh, yeah. Um, this, yeah, this is as good. I think when you're when you're working on the cover, and you make something like this. This is as good as you can hope to expect, cover-wise, in my opinion. Mm. Like, yeah, it's I absolutely fantastic. love this. And it's why, at, for a few weeks now, I've been wanting to speak about the next thing that we're putting on the playlist. And it kind of runs really nicely from mm. a cover that I think is Run River North to Mr. Brightside, phenomenally well done, to genuinely one of the best covers ever, and mm. I think most people would agree with this. Just before you move on, just... Yeah. Thank you to Mike for the recommendation and also thank you um, to Run River North and their, is it their PR lady? Yes. For letting us play that because you yeah, really think yeah. we would get it because it's a cover especially, but um, they we got didn't... back in touch and said that we could play it. So thank you very much. Yeah, that. that was really good of them. Thank you so much for that. Um, so I like to be able to, to play stuff on here. I know it makes it a bit better that people need to go away and find stuff. So thanks for letting us do that. Yeah, sorry. Carry on. No, no, I could shout. Thanks. Um, yeah, so the next one, Johnny Cash hurt mate (laughs) (laughs) right um i didn't even try to get permission to play this i'm going to be honest because this is it was recorded by rick rubin um who i think he recorded on columbia records um just right i found some the reason i'm putting this on a couple of weeks ago i found something new about this song and i've known this song for years and years and years that and i'm sure everybody has known this song for years and years I found out that this was part of an album off covers that Johnny Cash recorded in 2002 with Rick Rubin, who's like the renowned producer. And a couple of people listening will probably be like, and I say a couple, like a good percentage mm-hmm. of the people listening, which for us oh. is a couple. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, I think will uh, will be like, obviously it was recorded yeah. as part of the album, but for me that that wasn't was obvious news. I did not know this so I went away and found it 
Um, the album released in 2002. I really should have written the name of that album <laughs> down, but I did not, and I managed to go ahead and close Spotify there. Okay, so yeah. good job, good job. Can't even really find it for you. I'll get it. I'll get it. You give me two seconds, <laughs> and I'll get it. I'll get it. Okay, so it's called <laughs> American Four. The man comes around, and the four is Ivy. Mm, good quick reading of the Roman numerals there. I always struggle with that. All right, okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, did, I did like a thing at work that was something part seven, mm-hmm. but it was like V I I I. That's eight. I I V I I. That's it. Yeah, sorry. And in my head, I was just like, ah, yes, the part vi. <laughs> and then I oh, had dear. to train it out, and I had to check with one of the project managers, be like, that is seven, right? Yep, cool, thanks. <laughs> you did not play Final Fantasy games as a child. That's true. It taught That's me true. a lot. Uh, yeah, so. Hurt was the second track on Johnny Cash's 2002 album, American 4, The Man Comes Around. The Man Comes Around was, I think, one of the very few, if not the only, original track by Johnny Cash on that album. Um, Written not only the end of his career, near the end of his life. Now, I've listened to this whole album quite a lot, and there's a reason that Hurt is the track that everyone knows from it. But... It also, other tracks on this album, Bridge Over Troubled Water, Bridge Over Troubled Water, I Hung My Head, I think is one mm. of my favourites off it, uh, First Time Ever I Saw Your Face, Personal Jesus, Danny Boy, Desperado, like, We'll Meet Again. Like, I don't think I knew that I Hung My Head was a cover. I think it's a cover. It's an album of covers, so I think it's a cover. You can look that up if you want. I, had just, I just don't know who the original would be. I don't know who the originals are for all, for, mm. for all of these. But, um, yeah, so... Sting. Oh, cool. Uh, what Rick Rubin said about this, this album that Johnny Cash did, was that he wanted... Johnny Cash, at this t- point in his life, had been playing Vegas. Um, he'd been playing... To be honest, he was not playing big shows anymore. He wasn't writing new stuff. He, he wasn't the kind of absolute legend we see him as today at this point in his life. And Rick Rubin approached him to record an album of basically songs that were like old American stories. Mm. Yeah. Um, album, like songs that would suit a, like a man, like a legend of the music scene mm. who had uh, contributed so much to music but was obviously like an older guy. He was near the end of his life. And he just, yeah, it, it's an incredible album. But the reason specifically that I chose Hurt was because this is, like, so this song was originally been in, by Nine Inch Nails. So it's written by Trent Reznor, um, who I think at the time was early 20s. And Trent Reznor, when he's writing these lyrics, um, so the line, everyone I know goes away in the end. And he's writing that in his early twenties in Nine Inch Nails. That's that's yeah, early twenties. What have I become? Yeah, <laughs> twenty. <laughs> yeah, and it's it's very angsty. It's yeah, it's melodramatic. When you hear it from a guy who's near the end of his life, saying everyone I know goes away in the end. Yeah, it's tragic. It's this like having this song by an older musician completely changed the perspective of what was originally created. And if you listen to the Nine Inch Nails verse, and personally I find it quite a 
creepy song. Like it, it, I <laughs> it don't... is. It is quite. Yeah, it's quite dark. I think, like, obviously, not to minimise people who are young can also have major trauma and and tragedy. And oh, of course, it can that's... be very difficult. But I do think it does change the the colour, like the. Um, it goes from yeah. people go away from me because they don't like my personality to all my friends have died. <laughs> that's that's a massive yeah. change. Although I think, um, I mean, everything I know about Johnny Cash, I think, comes from the film Walk the Line, so I'm not exactly an expert, <laughs> but I think for him... You tell us about that film, though. Yeah. Go. It's a good film. Yes. I love it. Yeah, I you're just trying f- to drink your wine. You just want me to talk so you can drink your wine. I do. <laughs> um, but I think that he also, like, he had some issues with kind of his personality his yeah his mental health issues his kind of alcoholism and things like that so mm-hmm. i think um everyone he knew possibly went away because of his his kind of personal issues as well like yeah. not just from dying which is grim but um yeah it's, i think the, have the, you seen the video for hurt i feel like i did a long time ago i think not, not any time i think most people recently. who heard yeah. this probably have um and the reason that, that i say that is because of it's um his wife had died yeah and he like that was brought to the fore Mm. in the video he was like looking back on his memories of his life with this woman and so the line everyone away everyone i know goes away in the end directly relates to like the loss of a life partner Mm. in death which is different from what I think was originally intended with the writing of the song. Um, I don't want to take anything away from Trent Reznor here. I do think he's a yeah. very, very good songwriter and influential in his generation. But yeah, Johnny Cash has added yeah. a I whole think that layer kind of poignancy to it. The older voice does make does add that poignancy. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, for me, even like the line "I hurt myself today," like mm-hmm. I think that coming from Johnny Cash sounds more like a um, kind of behavioural thing like the you know through the consequences of my actions I hurt myself through my, yep. my decisions whereas from a younger um, voice it maybe sounds a bit more literal mm-hmm. um, and it just yeah I, it's a song I've always really um, I mean it's a song that to say I've enjoyed it feels a bit wrong mm. if you know what I mean because it is it's quite like a personal tragedy it's like liking a post on instagram about someone whose like family member has died like it's it's hard like i do i really enjoy the song i really love the song but um yeah it feels a bit wrong to say that you enjoy it when it's it's an incredibly beautiful song though and yeah everyone that you speak to about the song i've never i've never been like have you heard like hurt by johnny cash and someone's like oh yeah i don't really like that i've never once heard someone say that Mm. every single person that speaks about the song Mm, is like what an what a masterpiece I haven't listened to the rest of the album. I'd really like to. There's it, some songs on there that I really love, so it'd be really yeah, interesting yeah, yeah. to hear. It's the reason that I've, I was featuring it on the, the podcast um, that I found out about the rest of the album. So I'd recommend going away and listening to that. I've done so quite a few times and it was really good. Um, I should give credit on why I'm talking about this. And it's Malcolm Gladwell's podcast, Broken Record. I, mean, I feel like you've mentioned that on like every podcast. <laughs> I've mentioned that quite a few times, yeah. But they touched on this when he was talking to Rick Rubin in mm. one of the episodes and I was like, ooh, and I went away and listened. So, yeah, um, if if you think I'm at all interesting about this, listen to people who are genuinely <laughs> interesting talk about it. That would be good. But they'll never come back. <laughs> <laughs> That's possibly true. But he's only got one season out just now. So. Mm. Yeah, and we do every week. <laughs> <laughs> right. Track four on the playlist this week is one that we're going to play 
and I'm really excited about this. So, so, the very first interview that we had on the podcast was with Collider. Mm. Yeah, it was with Christina Wood from Collider, and in that interview, she said that she was working on a solar project uh, under the name Vesper Wood. Vesper Wood now has three tracks out, Yay. three singles, and there's an album due to be released at the start of March, as far as I can tell. Uh, but yeah, there's definitely an album on the way. This is, I think, the latest of the three singles. I, I kind of forgot because I listened to all three quite a lot, and then I was like, I want this one. <laughs> um, but yeah, this is one of the three singles. I've chosen Carson. Um, so this is Carson by Vesper Wood, and we're going to play it just now. Here you go. Oh, day. 
Carson by Vesper Wood. You like? I like very much. Yeah. It's, it's, it's lovely, yeah. I think it's it's very kind of laid back. It's not quite as dark, maybe, as Kaleida. Yeah. Um, it's very, it's kind of in a very similar vein. Like, it's, mm. if you like Kaleida, you will like Vesper Wood. Yeah. Um, but it's a bit more kind of folky. It's a little bit lighter, I would think, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I really like it. it bizarrely... It kind of reminds me a bit of Cat Power. I see that. Which yeah. I really like, but you really don't like. But you really like this, so I find that odd. But My issues with Cat Power are different, though. My issues with Cat Power are about the choices she makes in her songwriting and arrangements. Mm. Um, they are not issues that I yeah, at all yeah. have here, I think. Those kind of choices are just made really, really nicely here. Mm. But yeah, I, I love it. I think it's, it's beautiful. I've not listened to it as much as I'd wanted to, but I've, yeah, I really like it. Yeah, I think it's something that you, I think, will listen to more and more over time. Yeah, definitely. It's definitely your kind of stuff. I absolutely love it. And the other two singles by Vesper Hood are really good as well. Her voice is so good. Mm. Is that? It's got so much depth. It's so rich. And... um. One of the things I really like about this is that Kaleida are very minimalist. Uh, they don't, like, clearly everything you hear on a Kaleida song, in a Kaleida song or on a Kaleida record, is well thought through. And, like, everything is well placed. So there's not there's no excess. It gives you exactly what you need, and I love that. You can hear that here, like you can hear the the minimalist side of things. Like there's times that you've just got that that kind of bass riff going on and her voice, and it and it works so well, and then it slowly brings everything else in. And I love that approach to songwriting, and it it works so well. I think this is a really beautiful song. The comparison I like between this and Kaleida is how Kaleida is an electronic thing, mm. and this is very much just like real instruments bringing yeah. the the same feel, which is so interesting that you can get that. That kind of nice minimalist kind of brooding feel through totally different instrumentation, but the same singer leading it. Um, so I I was emailing Christina a little bit to get permission to play this. So thank you very much, Christina, for letting us play this. I really appreciate it, and hopefully we should be able to get her on for an interview when the album comes out, which I'm really excited for. So she's so lovely. She is so lovely. Yeah. Um, so that'd be really nice if she could come on for for an interview when the album comes out. I'll I can't wait to hear that whole album. Mm. Um, that's an exciting one. Fightings. Yeah, we have one more track for this week. Indeed. Do you know what it is? Um, I know what it is. I can't remember what it sounds like. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, we're going to be able to play it. Mm. So what I'll do is. Um, I'll put it on just now. We'll actually listen to it because I think you need to hear it. I've listened to it quite a lot. <laughs> I've heard it a but, couple of times. Yeah, you have. I, I um, remember it. It's quite like twinkly, chirpy. Uh, uh, yes, yeah. it is. It's some interesting songwriting that's going mm. on here. And I don't... 
I remember being confused about it the first time I heard it, but I did like it. Yeah. This is Julian Wah, Bloom. Um, I enjoy this and I get more out of it every time I listen. So I hope you enjoy it too. This is Julian Wah, Bloom. Julian Wah, Bloom. It's pretty cool, eh? It's very cool. I like it a lot. Yeah, I like that 
Uh, I really like how this works with the feel of this playlist. I'm really happy with the kind of flow of this week. Um, listening through to the five tracks works for me. Um, I recommend you go and do that on Spotify now. Um, <laughs> actually, no, give, give me a few minutes and you talk about this first. <laughs> go away and listen to it. Don't go away quite yet. I've, I've done Goodbye. Uh, first of all, thanks very much to Julian for letting me play that. Uh, we've been trying to organise an interview, but he's in Brisbane. And it's a challenge. Time, like, yeah, time zone-wise, that's a problem, and I didn't give him a huge amount of notice. So we unfortunately didn't manage to get together for the interview, but he was kind enough to say that we could play the track. Um, and so hopefully that promotes it a little bit. I think he's a fairly new artist, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, like part of why we do this is to promote new artists who are writing in good and interesting music, which he's definitely doing. Yeah. Um, yeah, what's your thoughts on this one? Yeah, I really like it. I think there's a lot going on. It's um, There's a lot of kind of different mm-hmm. genres and things that are melding a little bit. It's mm-hmm. quite unusual. I think um, at the start of the song, the instrumental reminds me a bit of The Shins. Mm-hmm. Um, totally and agree there. The vocals at times remind me of... I'm really bad for this. I do like comparisons all the time. Um, it gives people a kind yeah. of reference points. Um, but yeah, the vocals remind me of this Glasgow band called Midas Fall. So I don't know if many people have heard Midas Fall, but there is kind of female vocals. Coming from you, that's a proper compliment. Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. It's very kind of the instrument instrumentals are very electronic, um, but the vocals are, I mean, borderline operatic. They're very kind of mm. um, beautiful vocals. Um, and it kind of reminded me a bit of that. It was like if you kind of melded them. Um, but then there was something very unique going on mm. as well I don't, you can't have something very unique but there was <laughs> <laughs> there yep. was very individual um things going on there as well so yeah. i like it it's quite kind of ethereal and difficult to pin down yeah um, much like julian well actually <laughs> <laughs> uh, that was that was as much my fault as his i think <laughs> uh, yeah i think being at opposite sides of the globe yeah, makes help. interviews tricky but uh yeah and um, julian so, I know. Uh, last week on the podcast, I talked about artists getting in touch with me um, and that I appreciated artists that got in touch because it, it makes the podcast better because it means I get to play these artists. Mm. It gets the contact me because they're looking for a little bit of publicity, which hopefully the podcast can yeah. give them. At the same time, we get to play music. It's and very I get symbiotic. Yeah, I get that kind of like communication with an artist, which is one of the reasons I'm doing this. Um, so I was contacted on Twitter by Julian Ma. Um, I really appreciate him getting in touch. Thank you very much for getting in touch. Something I wanted to say about this one is that uh, the structure of the song, it's an unconventional structure. Mm, yeah. It kind of stops in the middle. I was like, is it, is it finished? No, nope, no. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Um, and one of the things, because music that feels very familiar to us, uh, kind of is much easier for us to just immediately digest. So... That, yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go that back. My thing. <laughs> yeah. So you'll you might disagree with me a little bit on this, but for example, if you were to listen to any Ed Sheeran song <laughs> that you hadn't heard, and I'm not saying this to to like be negative about Ed Sheeran, it's simply he writes songs from a very standard structure, as do the, like as does the band that I'm in. Like it's mm. not it's not a problem. It's just it's how songs are normally written. You get intro. Verse, chorus, verse, chorus, bridge, chorus, end. And that's your structure of a song. And because that's what your brain expects, if you listen to a song like that, you know when to expect that next, like, 
this is when the chorus is kicking yeah. in. This is when the riff's kicking in. And you, because you've got that expectation, you're immediately a little bit more at ease with the song. Yeah. The structure of the song is not that. So the first time I listened to it, I didn't, I'll be totally honest, I didn't get it. Mm. Um, but I'm not one to not get a song and then not listen again. Yeah. I'll, I'll always go back because I was like, no, there's there's definitely something to this. And I was right, there is something to this. Um, so if you just listen to that and you've thought, I'm not sure about that one, go and listen to it again. The structure of it, you've got like, it, it almost comes to, well, it does come to a, like a halt in the middle and a build up to the end get yourself into the structure of the song and you'll see that this is some clever songwriting. And I like that. I like yeah. people experimenting with how the songwriting works. And you've got that kind of... It's like folk pop, but with a almost psychedelic feel to mm, it. Yeah. I actually, I remember the first time that I was kind of aware of that. So I, I remember the first time I was aware of kind of a song not going in the direction I expected it to. Mm-hmm. And it being quite jarring, but yeah. then realizing that I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was um, Jeff Buckley actually. <laughs> um, yeah. Okay. Off Grace. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So um, yeah, the Grace album. So I'd obviously like I was like, oh my goodness, I love Hallelujah so much. <laughs> um, which fair because it's stunning. Because but, he, um, yeah, he does. I went best. away and listened to the album Grace, um, and I remember. I was like lying in bed listening to it on my CD Walkman. Yeah. <laughs> You're so cool. <laughs> and um, You're so old. <laughs> I am so old. I don't even. I feel very old today. I'm so, my bones are so frail and brittle. <laughs> um, but yeah, I remember just... I can't... I think it might have been Lilac Wine. I can't remember mm. which exact yeah. song it was, but it just... It didn't go where I it thought it was going to go. Mm. And I was like, wait, what? And then realising that I actually really liked that and realising that kind of messing with the formula can be really good. Yeah. Um, and kind of seeking that out a little bit more. Um, I mean, on the flip side, I have in the past been listening to the radio and heard a song has come on that I have never heard before and I have been able to sing along. We're talking about Sam Smith, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. so stay with me. I could sing along with that song the first time I ever heard it because I knew exactly where it was going to go. Um, and although I think Sam Smith is very talented, yeah, absolutely, and the pipes on that guy, but um, yeah. that I just remember being like, that's quite dull. The fact that you know exactly where it's going to go. I think that song signposts it a bit much. Yeah. Um, because I don't, I don't think you can just say, oh, if it's written in a standard structure, that's a negative point. It's not. I think if you make it obvious that it's written in a standard structure that won't work for some people. But for some people, it absolutely will. So it's just not... It's a matter of taste. I don't think it's a bad song. Like, I think it's, no, it's, it's a good song, but it was just... I found that really interesting how you could get kind of two mm. ends of the spectrum, like like something that you can sing along with the first time you ever hear it, but then something that it takes you a few listens to properly get your head around. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I think this is definitely in the latter category. Yeah, and it's worth giving it that those few listens to really get into it. Um, I think one of the reasons that... And, and I'm... I say this after saying that I didn't get the song first time, so uh, just being honest about it, I didn't. But I listen to a lot of modern classical, mm. and I listen to a lot of post rock, and the structure of those songs are they're very different. So in modern classical, uh, a lot of composers are writing what would be described as through composed, um, 
where you have a basically you just write it start to finish without a repeating structure mm. or alternatively you write you have one thing that's happening and you build on that and build on that and build on that and build on that and it doesn't go back to like a verse or chorus feel it doesn't change it it just has a progression through a song mm. because i'm very used to that structure i think although i might not instantly get a different structure of songwriting my mind is a little bit more open to it because I, I listen to a lot of modern classical that has a different structure of writing um and yeah but i think it's about just listen to lots of genres of music yeah. and but yeah this is good stuff so thank you yeah, very much julian for, think, for letting us play that i yeah, really enjoyed that thank you the the first time i listened to a kind of about i don't know how many seconds in but at first my brain was kind of like wait what but then it very quickly really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I really yeah, liked yeah it. you got into this one really quickly. This is your kind of thing. It's my jam. Cool. So that's our playlist this week. I'll just recap what we had. This week we had Moments Past by Dermot Kennedy. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Mate. Mate. We had a cover of Mr. Brightside by Ron River North. Also, woo, yeah. <laughs> yep. We had the cover of Heart by Johnny Cash. We had Carson by Vesper Wood. And we had Bloom by Julian Moore. It's a good playlist. I it, like it. It is a good playlist. I really like yeah. this week. And congrats to Christina for the release of her solo stuff. Yeah, yeah. Very cool. She should have an album out soon. If I was on I was on iTunes today and it's kind of it's like there but not released yet. Ooh. So it's, it's taunting. Yeah, you. So it is coming. It's coming. Um yeah, go away and listen to... So all of the artists we've talked about this week. Dermot Kennedy, go away and listen to his full album. Run Over North, I went away and listened to at least one of their albums and enjoyed pretty much everything I heard. Go away and do that if you like that. <laughs> go away. <laughs> go away. Uh, the Johnny Cash album. Um, I think that's kind of essential listening, to be honest. Mm. You, everyone should have heard that whole album and I was probably in the minority having not. Um, <laughs> also, he looks really like Bradley Cooper on... The album cover. When Bradley Cooper, like Bradley Cooper in like 20 years can totally play that. Bradley like, Cooper now you can play it. Nah, he's not that old. Um, Vesperwood, there's two other singles as well as Carson. So go and, go and hear those. And Jilema has uh, another another track that came out with Bloom. But Bloom is also part of an EP that you can go and listen to. So it's all on Apple Music and Spotify and stuff. So anything from today... Like it's not just one song mm. we've picked from these There's artists. More. All of these artists have a much deeper pool of music that you can go and find out about. Find out about. Find out about. <laughs> right, I think we're good. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and we should probably end it there because I have an, the interview for next week's podcast in about mm. seven minutes' time. It's so fancy. Uh, no, just um, not got much time in the week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna go chat to. Actually, why not give a little preview? I'm yeah. speaking to um, a, an artist called Denton. Uh, so Denton is the band. It's two brothers uh, from Illinois. And they released an album called Bummer. <laughs> it's quite pop punky, isn't it? It's, it's, not, really... it's not pop no? punky. Oh, no. Um, it is poppy. Uh, but it's got a lot of other influences in there. Mm. It's a cool album uh, if you want to kind of do your homework for next week you can go listen to that <laughs> if not I'm going to be playing the track next week uh, on the podcast and we're going to be chatting to I think I'm chatting to Nick mm-hmm. uh, from Denton next week 
So exciting. But I'm actually chatting to him in like five minutes' time, so I need to go. <laughs> <laughs> Behind the scenes, ooh. Yeah. Uh, and you'll need to go away because. Rude. Yeah, rude. Okay, anyway. I'm to bed. Yeah, okay, cool. Thanks very much, guys. Have a good week. Toodles. Bye.